Hey there, friend. Welcome back. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, you are not alone. You are not alone. Be strengthened and be encouraged. Let's just take a deep breath and keep going. And may this time to pause and ponder the greatness of God renew your strength and lift your spirit. Yes, lift your spirit and your efforts to the task before you. God is faithful. Say it with me. God is faithful. Let's pause and ponder together. Okay, so here I am back from Brazil. Uh, I was back last week, but I'd already recorded that episode. So this is my first episode since we got back from Brazil in January. And I, you know what I'm going to say. It was such a great trip. Loved it. Loved uh, every moment of what God was doing there. So fun. So, so fun. So, of course, I have to give a shout out to my Brazilian friends, especially to Monica and Vanessa and... I'm trying to think if anyone else told me. I think Pedro actually listens to this podcast sometimes. And a whole bunch of Brazilian friends had joined this podcast from last year. So love you guys. Thank you for for tuning in. I hope I'm not talking too fast and that you can follow along. And a shout out to all my other friends who are listening. Thanks, guys. So glad you're here. I, I really do hope that my ramblings encourage you in some way. And I would love to see you in person if you live around me. All right. Well, anyway, today while I'm recording this, there's a huge snowstorm uh, outside, and which I love. You know, I love the snow. So I'm not sad about it, but I lost power. So I'm using Wes's iPad for internet at the moment. So I'm probably going to try to keep this short. But I have so much to share that God did in Brazil, just in me personally. Um, that I just want to give glory to God for, for how kind he is, right? How kind God is to guide us and reveal things to us and bring things back to our memory that at my age, you forget stuff. And it's like, oh yeah, thanks Lord. Thanks for that reminder. Cause I really needed it. And that is what I'm going to share today is just, um, is just, one thing God reminded me of, and then how important that became to my experience in Brazil. All right. So what you have to know is that Wes and I had been praying for just a unity of the spirit in the team and in the whole camp, and just that unity of the Holy Spirit for us to experience that and foster that in this entire trip. We had a team of 15, so that was a bigger team, which was also an answered prayer. We had prayed specifically for 15 people to go to Brazil. And this year, God answered that prayer for the first time, and we had 15 people. We were feeling good about it. There was no problem or anything, but we just kept praying for a unity of the Spirit. And so guess what God reminded me of that really helped with this, I think. It helped me anyway. Okay, so I'll start from the beginning. We had three flights to get to Brazil, right? And God reminded me of something on that first flight that was actually from a Pause and Ponder podcast episode, but I literally, I had totally forgotten about it. It was out of my mind at all. And um, I was on the first flight to Brazil, sitting next to Brett, 
who is one of our team members who I didn't know before this, but now love him, brother in the Lord. He's awesome. And I was sitting next to Brett and we were chatting away and something he said just popped this, this whole image into my head that I was like, oh, I, I forgot about that. And I shared it with him. I shared it with Janine. And I think it was, um, who was also on our trip. And it was just such a beautiful reminder of the heart posture we need to have in order to be obedient to that, be of one mind and be one in the spirit. Does that make sense? So like what I'm saying is we had been praying, Wes and I had been praying and and really the whole team for unity of spirit in this whole mission trip. And then on that first flight, I felt like God said, okay, you, this is your heart's desire. This is what I need you to do. This is what I'm calling you to do for that to happen. Does that make sense? So what was it? Well, the image that popped into my head was about the breastplate of righteousness. Now, we all know from Ephesians 6, and I've, I've talked about this many times, that Ephesians 6 has the armor of God and one of the, and we're to put it on, right? But it's not just say the words, what does it, it symbolizes something. And for each piece of that armor, I feel like there's, there's so much depth to what that means. Not that there's different interpretations, but that there's depth to it. So maybe we just look at one facet of it at a time. So one facet of this breastplate of righteousness, of course, it's the righteousness of Christ, right? But what I had shared in a previous episode, I don't even know when, um, was about a bulletproof vest that the the righteousness of Christ is like a bulletproof vest. And the image that that really made this make sense for me was when Wes and I were watching this cop show. We love cop shows. I think it, and I think it was this show called The Unit. If you guys ever watched that, it was a while ago. But anyway, we were totally into the show and I had a favorite character. Um, I can't even remember his name, but I can picture him. And I really, I really liked him. He was like one of the captains or whatever. So anyway, we're watching the show. It's just like this sort of down moment in the show, like not the exciting solving the crime moments. And he's in traffic and the the car in front of him like has a tail light out or something. So he pulls them over and he walks up to the car and you're just like, you're waiting for him to get to the exciting part, which is where he's headed when the guy in the car just pulls out a gun and shoots him in the chest and he like flies back. And I literally screamed when we were watching the show. I was like so into it. I just, I won't do it now because you'll be like, you just blew out my eardrums. But I screamed. The girls came running to the room like, what's wrong? And (laughs) I was so surprised. And then it like went to a commercial or something where we had to, or maybe changed scenes. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they killed off this character. I am so mad right now. But then they came back to it and it turned out he had a bulletproof vest on and he was going to be fine. So yeah, spoiler alert there. Sorry about that. But anyway, I was like so into the show that I like didn't see that coming at all. And they totally got me with the surprise of the guy shooting him, just some random driver guy. And the surprise also that he was going to be okay. And it really got me thinking about how spiritual warfare can be like that. And even, even not, let's not blame it on, you know, demons and angels. 
our selfish nature in the body of Christ, just life, life can be like that, that you're just trucking along and you're doing fine. And then all of a sudden you get, you, you know, it's like somebody shoots you in the chest and it's like, where did that come from? Where, where did that come from? That just hurt me. And life can be like that. And yet, how do we protect ourselves in those moments when something takes us by surprise, or even if it's not a surprise, when we get hurt, when we get wounded, we have to have prepared ahead of time and have put on the bulletproof vest. He had to think about the bulletproof vest in the morning before he you know, went out for the day. He was he didn't know he was going to pull somebody over for a broken taillight and they were going to shoot him. He didn't know that, but he had prepared ahead of time. And what does it mean to prepare ahead of time? It doesn't just mean to pray the words, "Oh Lord, please put on the breastplate of righteousness on me." You know, that what does that even mean? It it has to mean something. And so I remembered that when I talked about this before on the podcast, I had compared this breastplate of righteousness being a bulletproof vest, I compared the bulletproof vest to a vest made of paper. And that so often we find if we look down, you know, you know, when you like are like, Oh, I didn't even know that stain was on my shirt or whatever. And it's like, Oh, I didn't see that before. We can look down and see and see all of a sudden, instead of our bulletproof vest, we have a paper vest on when the paper vest is pride in our own self-righteousness and just doing things in our own strength and being sure we're right in all these things. And what happens is I think we have the red flag when we get wounded by what someone said or did and the hurt lasts longer than it really should. You know, maybe, maybe someone hurts you and you need to go to them and say, like it says in Matthew 18, Hey, you hurt me and you resolve it and you forgive and you move on. Great. That's biblical. But maybe someone wounds you and they didn't even mean to, they didn't even really sin, but you take it personally. You know, you get, it's called being easily offended, right? Maybe that happens. Or maybe you've, you've gone to them and you've said the whole forgiveness thing, but it's still bothering you. It's still there. It comes back and you're tempted towards bitterness or resentment or just nursing that hurt feeling. I think those are red flags that instead of our bulletproof vest, we had the paper vest and that wound went right through as it would and it caused more damage than it should have. Does that make sense? And so as I was remembering this on the plane, something Brett said made me think, oh yeah, breastplate of righteousness is like a bulletproof vest versus the paper vest and how important it is that I need to Say, Lord, forgive me for, you know, putting my own agenda first or wanting my own way or wanting to promote myself or whatever it might be. No, instead, help me to not be easily offended because I'm doing this for you. I'm focused on you. You are God and I am not. I'm putting on the bulletproof vest of Christ's righteousness. That it's about him. It's not about me. And really, I guess another word for it is humility. It's that true humility. If you are God and I am not, it doesn't matter what that person said to me. It doesn't matter. You know, I can I can let these small things go that are that irritate me, that annoy me, that even hurt me. I can just let it go and forgive without even bringing it up 
love covers a multitude of sins because I'm focused on you and, and imagining that bulletproof vest coming on and not letting the things that wound go so deep. So that's the, the little analogy I had and I shared it with Brett and then I had the opportunity, um, a, a day or two later to share it with Janine when the, t- before even the campers came and God was just really impressing on me. I don't, I don't know about them, but was impressing on me and reminded me, uh, frequently throughout the whole week. Hey, is that, is that a sign of a paper vest? Like get your heart right, get humble again. And I would be like, you're right, Lord. And I needed that reminder to be a part of God's answered prayer, which he did answer. We had, it was just such an encouraging team. And it felt, I felt the unity of, of the Brazilian team, the American team, everybody, the believers, the body of Christ coming together. And God was saying to me, you need to be obedient to live in that humility that is a bulletproof vest in order for, to be a part of answering this prayer for the unity of spirit. Does that make sense? So that was like, that was like just a cool thing to me. Just the whole thing. So cool. So if you need some Bible verses to be convinced that this really is a good idea, here you go. Here are some Bible verses that go along with my bulletproof vest idea. Proverbs 19.11 says, Good sense makes one slow to anger, and it is his glory to overlook an offense. It's the glory of God, I would say, to overlook an offense. And the opposite, Proverbs 18.19 says, A brother offended is more unyielding than a strong city. So when you get easily offended, when you have that paper vest and the wounds go through, wow, I'm offended. Like you have a, a, what is it called? you know, a sensitive trigger and get offended easily. Or even if it's not that easily, but you just get offended. More unyielding than a strong city. Being offended is dangerous. And there's a stubbornness to it. And then I feel like um, the beginning of Philippians 2 is Paul's way of saying, put on your bulletproof vest. It says, so if there's any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the spirit and affection and sympathy. So if you've gotten anything good from Jesus, right? Then he says, if that's true for you, or I think you could actually translate that since, since you have received so much from Jesus, complete my joy, being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord, agreement, and of one mind, and then do nothing out of selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, count others more significant than yourselves. And it goes on, right? But that's the, hey, do you have, are you getting easily offended? Do you have on a breastplate, you know, what's protecting your heart that is thin and so easily offended because it's your own righteousness or your own pride or just your own strength? Come back to being led by the Spirit. Come back to being filled with the Spirit. Come back to remembering how much Christ has done for you and that it's not about you, it's about him. That's the bulletproof vest of the righteousness of Christ, living in the humility that it has nothing to do with us. So those someone else, whatever, doesn't bother us anymore. You're not as wounded and God can heal your heart. 
And that's it. That's it for today. It's just thinking about, am I easily offended? And what God wants us to do about it. How do we let love cover a multitude of sins? I believe it's by coming back into a place of humility, a breastplate of righteousness that is like a bulletproof vest. You know, it might, it might knock you down for a second, but the wound doesn't go so deep because we are mindful that it's about Jesus. It's not even about us. So who cares what they say about us or, or if we're ignored or if they say something that we don't agree with or whatever it is, it doesn't matter because it's about Jesus. And this is just another way that we grow in the Lord that is part of maturity, as it says in Ephesians. Ephesians 4.13 says, Until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood or womanhood, right? To mature faith, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That was a lot of things. But it says, keep going until we achieve our goal. Our goal is unity of faith and Christ-likeness. And this is a way to grow in that. My heart's not in the right place. I'm feeling prickly and irritated and whatever, whatever else, right? Will you forgive me? Will you put on me again and give me that faith that trusts that you're in charge, that this is for your glory, and that it isn't about me? It's about you. God has a bulletproof vest for you that will protect you from so many hurts that will protect you in this world, in the bumps and bruises that come along in this world, that they won't go as deep, they won't wound as fatally or tragically as they could when you have on that breastplate of righteousness. Thanks for listening, guys. And I hope and pray that today, God will open your ears, your eyes, your heart to just how awesome he is and refresh your soul, truly refresh your spirit in him. Mm -hmm.